What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you for tuning in to the Love Quest Podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go. As you're being seated, tell the person, if you don't have an attitude problem, yeah, yeah, you got to say that to them. If you don't have an attitude problem, our role might get somewhere tonight. In Jesus' name, go on ahead and have a seat. This morning, we had uh, spoken on um, the topic called breakfast time. And uh, I can't even do it. I'm sitting here trying to give y'all a little bit of a recap. I really can't do it. It, it. it was one of them impartation things. Just go listen to it. This morning, we talked about breakfast time. And... Um, it is to your benefit to go listen to the message, and it should be up by tomorrow, um, if not late tonight. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna even, I'm not gonna even try to go there. And as I told you this morning, I felt like it was a two-part thing based on what God wanted to tell His people today. And uh, yesterday at our leadership meeting, we listened to our. Um, Listen to our, uh, come on, uh, Malia, that ain't the club back there. Come on, you're on the worship team right now. Come on, back to your seat, girl. Amen. Hallelujah. She back there. Hey, so where you been? Oh, just man, man. Hallelujah. Amen. So um, the, the worship team, not the worship team. Amen. That's what I just said. There we go. Prophetic word. But let, yesterday I shared with the leaders, we, play, we played this prophetic word that we've been uh, being very faithful to and stewarding. Um, God gave us a word. What? couple weeks before going into the pandemic yes gave us a word that kept us and then halfway through the pandemic he gave us another word and that word led us to here 
And then we're at the part of the prophetic word where it says the fog will lift and then clarity will roll in. The fog will lift and then clarity will walk in, uh, roll in. How many people know you can just have more peace in your life if you just had a little more clarity? Right? Right? What, what, God, what you saying? I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know how I'm going to spend my money. I don't know what move is next. I don't know where I'm going to move. You're just looking for clarity. And a lack of clarity always interrupts peace if you let it. And so that there was a place in the prophetic word that told me there will be a season of unclarity or uncertainty. And things will slow down at a different pace. And the word to my wife and I was to just do things as you know. And we saw people through the process and that's why it's best for you to pray for your leaders, right? Don't be like the children of Israel. When Moses went to get a word from the Lord, they made idols. They made, they, made, they made a statue because of their impatience. And sometime you come to church and you want a word for you when maybe God is trying to get something to you so he can get it through you for someone else. Maybe sometimes you are called to go through a season of uncertainty with the body. And we gonna all come out together with clarity. Because part of the word was as you get clarity, you look back and you begin to give direction and strategy. And, and I told the team about two weeks ago, Lord tapped me on the shoulder and said, the pandemic is over. And I challenge you to check what patterns were set based on the pandemic that you're still operating in. You had pandemic systems, but the pandemic is over. No, 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 no. You can't. You should not do business meetings as much as you're doing on Zoom no more. People are made to be with people. Your business will grow when you get off of Zoom and start meeting people and being personal and getting to know people and let them. What things did the pandemic train you to do and to be? Don't be comfortable at home streaming the service. It ain't the same. At least not in this house. It ain't the same. Caleb said this morning he brought his notebook to take notes and he started to take notes and he found out he couldn't, this wasn't a service to take notes. Because some stuff has to be caught. You can't write it. You, you just got to open yourself up and let God deposit something inside of you. And so today's message was a word. I believe Love Quest was as lit as it was because we've stepped into the dimension God promised prior to today. Remember, he told the fog will roll away and then there will be great abundance and clarity and strategy and a great advancing and everything around you will begin to experience new life. This morning we experienced new life. There's new anointing on you, Danny. New anointing on you, Troy. New anointing on you, Annabeth. New anointing on you, Lord. New anointing on you, Andrew. New anointing on you. New anointing on you. There's another anointing. Step in the anointing. Yes, I'm not going to look and envy America's preacher. Although I'm from there, I'm going to be one of the best preachers in the world. If I'm called to it, I'm going to be one of the best. If you're called to be an usher, be the best. Practice your flips. Practice with the brochure. Flip it. Put it in your pocket. Figure out how to be the best what you're called to be. Realize when God, he said, the glory of the Lord is going to come up on you. So that means there's a time to come out of your circumstance. 
come out, arise from what the, the prostrated position that the pandemic put you in. Some of y'all, the pandemic gave you permission to be lazy because you couldn't go nowhere. But it's harvest time. Pandemic is over. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I found out the anointing is something you got to step into or Elisha didn't have to pay attention to Elijah. You got to see when the anointing falls on you. He said, I'm doing a new thing. Do you not recognize it? Some of us want God to knock on the door and say, hello, and make you anoint. No, anointing is, he don't make you do nothing. I'm telling you from the word of God, there is another, a, a new dimension of anointing for you to step into. So this morning was all about, it's breakfast time. You break a fast when you wake up. When you were asleep, you wasn't worrying. When you were asleep, you wasn't eating. When you were asleep, you was resting. When you woke up, you break the fast. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in. It's morning time. In other words, it's breakfast time. It's time to eat. It is time to eat. Man, we about to go after this. And so tonight I thought... Not I thought, I felt like the Lord was saying that a huge part of your success in this next dimension will be how you talk. Can Can I preach to somebody today? If we children of God, how we talk should represent it. And I will tell you, 100% of the people that are in this room, at least, at least 50% of why you are where you are is because of what comes out of your mouth. Your conversations frame your mindset. Your, mind, your mindset uh, controls your, the Bible says, out of the abundance of your heart. What you meditate on, what you look at, what you listen to, and what you say gets into your heart. The Bible says the, the, the tongue is like the pen of a ready writer. The Bible says I will write my word on their hearts. How is it going to get on my heart? Because I'm going to say it. Meditate on it day and night. Do not let these words depart. Meaning don't stop saying the words that I give you. Jeremiah, don't worry about what you're going to say. When you get there, I'll put my words in your mouth. In the beginning was the word. Why is the word so important? When you pray, pray the word. When you're believing, believe the word. When you're standing, stand on the word. When you're giving people wisdom, give them the word because your emotions will fail. But his word, not a word of mine, shall return void. His word is undefeated. It's full of spirit and life. Jesus says the words that I speak are life. The flesh profits nothing. In your marriage, start speaking the word. To your enemy, start speaking the word. The battle's not mine, it's the Lord. Vengeance is his. Speak the word. 
my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Speak the word. You a mighty man of God. You a mighty woman of God. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. This too shall pass. Speak the word. Don't spend two hours at the coffee meeting and not, the, not a word of God came up. <laughs> so tonight's title is saying, you better say that. You better say that. Look at her wearing them new Love Quest airs. You better say that. I'm speaking into existence. Why, church, why, why the church can't invade the fashion industry? What's wrong with you? You better say that. Oh, I'm coming out of this mess. You better say that. The devil is under my feet. You better say that. Poverty will not be my last name forever. You better say that. I'm the interruption in the bloodline. You better say that. Ah, you better say that. Tell your neighbor, you better say that. You better say that. You better say that. You better say that. Confess it, believe it, and stand on it. Confess it, believe it, and stand on it. Yeah, yeah. Confess it, believe it, and stand on it. Yeah, yeah. Confess it, believe it, and stand on it. Yeah, yeah. Confess it, believe it, and stand on it. Yeah, yeah. Confess it, believe it, and stand on it. Yeah, yeah. Homeschool. Acts 2. Acts 2. Acts 2. This is what I will do in the last days. This is what I'll do in the last days. Ain't it funny how we'll, we'll kind of roll over this fast. This is what I'm going to do in the last days for the world to see. This is going to be a sign that I'm moving. How many people thought maybe revival was going to happen at the tongue level? Because a whole lot of destruction in your life then came from a tongue full of venom. <laughs> That's why any old little joker come to you and talk to you the right way. You just want to be talked to the right. Anybody ever said, don't talk to me like that? Right? You, you, know, you know when them little demonic kids, when you're trying to tell them to do stuff, they, they in the spirit plug their ears and be like, ah, nah, 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 nah. Right? The crazy part is they see what you're saying. They don't want to hear what you're saying. Because what you're saying releases responsibility. And as long as I didn't hear you, I am not responsible to respond. So if I don't put out what God said into the atmosphere, then what God has set in motion in the world is not responsible to return to me. 
health don't have to come to me if I didn't make it responsible. You better hold the health that Jesus died for you responsible. Health has a responsibility to jump on you. This is what I will do in the last days. I will pour out my spirit on everybody and cause your sons and daughters to do what? My spirit will jump on your children and it will cause them. It will unction them. It will compel them to prophesy. You get that? It will compel them to prophesy. If the spirit is on me, it should show up in how I talk. The spirit-filled believer should be the least negative person in the world. The spirit-filled believer should be the most optimistic person in the world. <laughs> the spirit will come on everybody and cause your sons and daughters to what? prophesy and your young men will see visions and your old men will experience dreams from God this is what I love I kind of don't love it but he's telling us that our young men will have visions so no wonder the enemy is working overtime to television So if I can boost up this marketing, yeah, if the church can stay broke and focused on the building and don't have nothing to do in the marketplace, if our marketing can't be attractive and dope and, you know, but you see the God, he's, he's, we, we putting content out there. And some religious folks will be like, it don't take all that. Well, what'd it take? If we're soul winners, if we're fishers of men, it's like going out to the lake to catch fish and say, well, if they want to be with us, they'll hop in the boat. Yeah, go fishing that way and tell me how that work. You old broke fisherman ain't got no, leave your, your family hungry talking that ri ridiculous stuff. No, but you go out and get some of the best bait. You get up early in the morning. You do whatever it takes to catch the fish without compromising your life and so why wouldn't you care about yourself why wouldn't you care about your hygiene why wouldn't you care about how and be intentional with what you wear when you go in somewhere to meet a new friend why wouldn't you want to put a smile on before you walk into the grocery store why wouldn't you want to care about how you talk and how you look you are a fisher of men it matters. Why wouldn't you want to show other married people what it looks like to be in love with your spouse in public? That old dead marriage, you just walking around like, 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 like you, I don't know what you're doing like. I'm just saying, like, like people need to see public affection. Well, I, don't, I don't do public affection. That's, that's stupid. 
Right. Well, if you're a believer, a part of your public affection, some divorce, some divorce folks need to see your public affection. Oh, man, just a low, low hand. Just just hold tape your knuckles together or something. <laughs> like do something. <laughs> he says and dream. And our old men will experience dreams from God. And if you older and you dreaming, don't you dare say you don't got no more purpose. Oh, it's for the youngsters. No, 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 no. God needs to show you some things. Age ain't nothing but a number. Yeah, that's why he in jail. Amen. That part right there. Nice song, though, but I'm just saying. That's the only, like, I'm mad at him. I don't know if I'm mad at him just for what he did, or I'm like, bro, now I can't listen to these jams. Dang. That's wrong to just be mad because you can't listen to support him no more. But it is what it is. But we need to pray for Bishop Kelly. Amen. That's part of the church fault. The Holy Spirit will come upon all my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. I want to help some people. It didn't say they will be prophets. So calm down. He can't be talking about that office right here because the office of prophet is not for everybody. The word says is all. No. And it says the spirit will distribute that gift as he pleases. It's another conversation. But what he's saying is that my spirit will come upon all and they will shift and they will exercise authority by prophesying. No matter what it looks like, they will say what I inspire them to say. We can prophesy through several different languages. There's a few things I want to touch before we go forward, but dancing. <laughs> we could do it by speaking, and there's many other people in the Bible. We could do it by signing. What do you mean signing? Well, how deaf people going to hear the word? Oh, God, God left them out. He said, all my children will prophesy. So he couldn't have limited to just audible voices. <laughs> That's why he wants our limbs. Because it's a sign that I'm happy. I'm going to clap. It's a sign that I'm engaged. I'm going to dance for joy. Dance like David did. 
signing. I, I wrote Moses. You like Moses? He did. He, he said, "Well, Moses." He said, "Moses, stick out your rod." Hey, hey, Moses stuck out that rod, and that rod spoke to the river, to that, to that, to the Red Sea. That was a sign. The Lord says, "Stick your hand out." Now, if I'm watching Moses from a distance, and I see him do this. And I see the Red Sea split. <laughs> okay. That's a sign. And that's why relationship is important with the Lord. Because he don't always need you to say something. You can prophesy by singing. You can prophesy by shouting. The walls came down. But I, I, I want to say you can prophesy by obedience. I'm going to help you bring, I'm going to help you, I'm going to help you a little bit. Say revelation. Say mysteries. Do what you want to do with it, but that's okay. But dancing, speaking, signing, singing, shouting, and obedience. So to prophesy, I might be inspired to dance. And in my dance, I'm saying what thus says the Lord. Caleb can prop Caleb is a drumming prophet. He he prophesies on them drums. Obedience. What do I mean by obedience? Second Corinthians says this, Elder John. No, you yourselves are our letter of recommendation. Our credentials written in your hearts to be known, to be perceived, and to be recognized and read by every day. <laughs> this word says you are a living word. Bible says the word became flesh. <laughs> so if I'm a living epistle, this scripture tells me that without saying anything, people can see me and my life and hear from God. I am a sign, not the definition, def destination. I am a word from God. Maybe people see joy on me and God is beginning to... You ever see somebody and the Lord begin to speak to you? You ever see somebody's life and the Lord begins to speak to you? You are a prophecy. I'm walking in a prophecy. <laughs> That's why I'm going to express my goodness. I'm going to express my, 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 my gratitude for God. I am going to use every limb I have to give him glory 
because I understand that my courage encourages someone to be courageous. My courage tells somebody it's okay to, prof- to, to be courageous. When I did, I don't know if you've ever been around somebody anointed, but the presence on them radiates to your life. That is God speaking through you. Your life speaks. 1 Corinthians 14 says eagerly pursue and seek to acquire this love that 1 Corinthians 13 was talking about. Make this love your aim. Make this love your great quest. Love quest. And earnestly desire and cultivate the spiritual endowments or gifts, especially that you may prophesy, interpret the divine will and the divine purpose in inspired preaching and teaching. Everyone is a preacher that believes in God. Preaching is proclaiming. Teaching is explaining. We're all called to proclaim the good news of Jesus. So to prophesy is to interpret the divine will and purpose in inspired preaching and teaching. So it is my job to come in here and release what I've interpreted God's divine will to be. I'm never wrong when I'm telling you no matter what you're going through that have joy, have peace. I'm never lying when I speak over you that God's best has not showed up yet, but you are coming out of this. I am not lying to you when I tell you even if you're in your pit, the devil is under your feet. I am not lying to you when I tell you you're the interruption in your bloodline. I am not lying to you when I tell you that your life will go from glory to glory. From faith to faith, I am not lying to you that the joy of the Lord is your strength. I'm not lying to you that this too shall pass. I'm not lying to you that God is good and he will do exceeding abundantly above all that he can ask, think, or imagine. I am not lying when I say the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy, but God has come that you might have life in abundance till it overflows. I'm not lying. That is his will for you. That is his will for your life. And I don't care if I don't see it, he's called me to speak it. I don't need to be deep. I don't need to foretell the future. I'm going to speak into the future. He said, you desire it to be used. You want to, some people want to be a prophet just to be nosy. And you abuse the gift. And God may use you to prophesy or give a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge. But just because you prophesy don't give you the office of prophet. 
Some people get a word, but negative. But true prophecy is inspiration from the love of God. It's speaking hope. It's speaking what God has said about you. When I say you are fearfully and wonderfully made, I'm prophesying. You, you want to meet, you want to talk. So you notice some people don't want to hear prophecy. They want you to cry with them and they want you to sit in the pit with them and they want you to just hear the story. But what people really need is for you to speak to their kingdom DNA and speak to who God says they are, not agree with who the devil lying to them and saying who they are. Where you are is not where you're going to stay. The devil has a time limit. He runs on gas. For a little analogy I said this morning, we live off what the Tesla live off of, although that's a limited battery, but we don't got to stop at the gas station. God's promises, his energy, his joy is everlasting. I don't need to be serviced when I'm always connected. So many times we want to be serviced. We want to have a pit stop because we're not connected. You don't need a snack break when you're always eating. <laughs> for, one, for one who speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not to men but to God. For no one understands or catches his meaning. This conversation today is not to teach on tongues. But this is one area where it lets you know that tongues, devotional tongues is for everybody. The gift of tongues is a gift that requires interpretation and together they equal prophecy. This tongue, the gift of tongues, it, is, it requires interpretation which means from that tongue you shall know what God is saying because he gives you an interpretation. This tongue says men don't know what they're saying. Because in the Holy Spirit, he utters secret truths and hidden things not obvious to the understanding. But on the other hand, the one who prophesies, who interprets the divine will and purpose in inspired preaching and teaching speaks to men for their upbuilding and constructive spiritual progress and encouragement and consolation. And if you keep reading 1 Corinthians 14, he goes and gives these comparisons that you're better off just prophesying so men know what you're saying versus speaking in tongues trying to be deep. Everybody can prophesy. Simply speak the inspired word of God over your situation and over your peers and to people because you're called to build people up. How many of us have contributed to tearing people down? You've even torn your own dreams down. You've torn your hope down. You've talked yourself out of blessing. You've given up on marriage and began to speak negative on it. Of course it won't work. Why? Because you said it won't. <laughs> well, it's impossible. Who said that? What? Right, right. No, 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 no. That's truth. Because what, what is impossible to man... Or what is impossible to man is possible to God. So with God, all things 
are possible. But do you believe? Amplified says, Amplified Classic said, one thing that Amplified says, but on the other hand, the one who prophesies speaks to people for, here you go, here you go, for edification. So this word prophecy and prophesying means to edification to promote their spiritual growth. <laughs> and speaks words of encouragement. To uphold and advise them concerning the matters of God and speaks words of consolation to compassionately comfort them. Edification, exhortation, and comfort. As a believer, people around us, the world family, they should never speak us, hear us speaking death into a situation. We are distributors of hope. Here's what the KJV say. But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men for edification, exhortation, and comfort. Prophesy. I am called to be an encouragement. He saved me to be an encouragement. He saved me to be an epistle of hope. <laughs> and what the enemy wants to do is he want to get your tongue. If he got your tongue, he got your heart. <laughs> to prophesy the gift of communicating and enforcing revealed truth. The enemy comes and illegally steals from you, but legal because you gave him permission. You ready for this? Sickness, according to the word of God, is illegal in the believer's body. So no matter what the doctor says, I have a legal right to enforce truth and put sickness under arrest. So I may have sickness in my body, but I also have something greater, a law that's greater. Like airplanes have defied the law of gravity. Truth always trumps facts. So I'm not lying when I say while I'm sick by his stripes, I am the healed and not the sick. That's not prosperity preaching. That's confessing the gospel. <laughs> and this is the power of the blood. He died so we have a chance to get up. So he died so his word has a chance to pick me up. So my job is to confess it until I see it. And worst case scenario, I'm going to confess it to my grave and the last breath, I'm going to see it. One way or another, I'm going to see wholeness here or I'm going to see wholeness there. And if eternal life is in me, confessing what eternal life is, is not lying. <laughs> 
Do not let your flesh limit your imagination and your reality. You are a spirit. You possess a soul and you are in a body, but your body is not your, it's not you. So my body may experience a sickness, but my soul don't have to be sick. So when I'm saying by his stripes, I'm the healed and not the sick. Yeah, I'm kind of talking to my body, but I'm bypassing what I feel in my body and I'm encouraging myself. Myself ain't this. Myself is spirit and soul. He died for my soul, but he needs my body on this earth because he is on a mission to win men. Discourse emanating from divine inspiration and declaring the purposes of God, declaring the purposes of God, rather by reproving and admonishing the wicked or comforting and the afflicted or revealing things hidden, especially by foretelling future events. So we've minimized prophesying to foretelling. So we don't say nothing if we ain't a prophet or if we don't get a word of knowledge. You mean, oh my God. How much power have we not been experiencing because maybe 70% of the room thinks that the worship team, the pastor, the elders, and the intercessory team is the only ones that can boast like that. So during worship, if the lyrics ain't up, you don't got nothing to say. When we ain't worshiping and the pastor says, just go ahead and live and start praying. A lot of people ain't saying nothing because you think that the only people that can really talk this talk is people who are prophets and pastors and preachers and teachers. No. What would happen if the entire room began to speak the word of God? What what would happen if there was a sick person in here and the room was full of faith? Everybody really believed and everybody really confessed that by that stripe, by his stripes, you healed. What if everybody in the room put the devil under their feet with the word of God? What would happen in the atmosphere? What would happen to your family at home if you taught your kids how to speak the word? Raise your kids to prophesy over you. Pray for you. (laughs) Yeah. Prophesying is faith in word form. It's hope expressed. It's love in poetry. It's life stewarded well. Let me help you out what I mean. The breath of God in motion. The Lord, he's put, he, the Bible says that he came to my nostril. He didn't go to the animal nostril. He came to my nostril, intimacy. And he breathed his spirit and his life in me. Which means what I'm breathing right now is him. So when I speak life, I'm releasing him. And when I'm speaking death, I am not stewarding life. (laughs) 
you wonder why we, we sing how we sing and we talk how we talk and we preach how we preach. Man, we releasing life. <laughs> we putting heaven in motion. We're filling the atmosphere with his glory. Prophesying mobilizes heaven into my circumstances. Trying to help you, Yvonne. I'm trying to help you, Michael. Prophesying mobilizes heaven into my circumstances. Prophesying aligns me with heaven. The devil has a right to be mad. I said this this morning. Haters have a right to hate and hell has a right to be concerned. I don't know about you, but hell has a right to be concerned about me. The devil has a right to be mad at me. And haters have a right to hate on me. Why? This morning I said, because I woke up. And then as we kept talking, he revealed to me, everybody, it's culture, I'm woke. You woke and still in the dark. So woke ain't enough. I got to what? Get up. The Bible didn't say I woke up. The Bible said when he got up, I got up. So hell is frustrated because I got up this morning. Hell don't mind you woke up and stayed in your bed depressed. But it's scared when you get up, come to the house of God, get around some faith-filled people, some spirit-filled people. You get to worshiping. You get to declaring. You know when you didn't want to come to church, but you made it and you like, praise God, I made it. I got up. My little homie got up. I'm not just going to go get up. I'm going to speak up. I'm going to speak up. So I'm going to speak up. If he woke me up, then I had the strength to get up. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to speak up. It's never too late to speak life into a dead situation. So come alive, come alive, come alive, dry bone. Come alive, come alive, come alive, dry bone. told those out left outside who were sobbing and wailing when this young 12, little 12 year old stopped crying man Jesus tough Jesus tough Jesus can I talk to you for a sec Jesus tough this 12 year old girl bring it down bring it down this 12 year old girl is died aunties uncles friends they crying The Bible call them the whalers. <laughs> By Miley. <laughs> and the Lord says, stop crying. I'm here to tell somebody this is what this morning's message is about. You've cried long enough. You've been in that situation long enough. But he's saying he's not being rude. He's only telling you to stop crying because you're weeping. Time is over. Weeping may endure for what? Night, but joy comes in the morning. 
He said, stop crying. She is not dead. It is not as bad as you're making it. It is not as big a deal as you think. You are not going to die over this. You are not going to go bankrupt over this. You are not going to faint over this. You will not quit. Your kids will not die. They will be okay. Stop crying. He's not being rude. He is trying to encourage you. He's trying to get you to adopt his perspective. And he says, she's not dead. She's asleep. <laughs> and they laughed at him. It's that season. You're going to say some stuff. Family going to laugh at you. Friends going to laugh at you. But, when, but, but, but hey, but when your money start resurrecting... When your family bloodline start resurrecting, when, when your daddy gets saved. Yeah, that, that stupid thing, that radical thing, that thing that don't make no sense. Yeah, Jesus, go on ahead, spit on my eyes. We'll see what happened. Go on ahead, name and dip in the dirty water. We'll see what happened. Go ahead, Peter. Go and try to walk on water. Yeah, right. Come. Okay, you go ahead and walk on water. Yeah, right. Yeah, but when they see you walking on water. When they see you come out of that dirty water with baby skin. When they see you throw off your cloak and for years they knew you as a blind beggar. But now I can see. Sometime the Lord will let you stay dead for four days so he can just prove that he is God. Sometime he'll let your situation get real stanky. Real dark, real bad. Let them hate, let them hate. Invite more haters because he's preparing a table in the presence of your enemies. They laughed knowing for certain she was dead, but what's certain to you may not be certain to God. Don't try to make me buy into your, 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 the way you see things. Yeah, you see it dead. Right, disciples, yeah, they only saw, they, all they saw was five loaves, two fish. <laughs> there was a whole town that saw legions and was intimidated by this giant man. But Jesus came across and said, boy, <laughs> I, I'm telling you in this next season, the Lord is about to put his mind on your mind. You about to start thinking different, seeing different. You about to start confessing different. You about to start walking. Man, you about to get your swag back. Woo! I call it a word lamp, a word lamp. Jesus said to her, um, uh, 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 hold on, hold on, here we go. She's not dead, she's, she's alive. And then you go, John 11 Jesus said to her, your brother shall rise again. What did he just do? Prophesy. This brother's in the tomb, wrapped up like a mummy, dead. Been dead for how many days? Fall. Look at him prophesy. He will rise again. And that's what I'm here to tell you. I don't care how long you've been down. I'm telling you today, you are about to rise again. Come on, tell your neighbor, it's get up time.
Psalm 107, he sends forth his word and he heals them and rescues them from the pit and destruction. The man said, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house, but if you just what? Send your word. Somebody go ahead and send a word to your circumstance. Send a word over to London right now. Send a word to that hospital room. Send a word to that other city. Send a word to your bank account. Send a word to that injury. Send a word to that fractured marriage. Send a word somewhere. Yeah. I see some of y'all while I'm yelling, looking at me like I'm an animal in a zoo right now. You're like, oh, this brother yelling, but you sure is getting some. Amen. 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 Sends his word. The word has no power in our lives until it's spoken. You go ahead, try to get married and walk down to the aisle. And one person say, I do. <laughs> and it's your turn. <laughs> see how well that go. Like, even hesitate for a second and see how well that go. My I do has no power without your I do. And every time I speak what God spoke, I'm saying, I do. I think one of the most powerful messages Love Quest has ever spoken was from yes to I do. I think everybody said yes. Yes only gets you engaged. But most people stop. You don't want to marry Jesus. You just want to be engaged. And then five years, some of y'all been engaged with Jesus for five years, not fully committed. You got one foot in, one foot out. But we wrote a song on an album called From Yes to I Do. It was birthed out of a sermon series that I preached. And it was a revelation God shared with me. It's like, no, people stop at yes. Yes is engagement. I do. It's vow. You notice you don't write vows for engagement. You're not in covenant because you're engaged. You're in covenant because you say, I do. And in this next season, not only is God uh, uh, causing you and willing you into victory, but it's going to take some I do's. You've been engaged too long to the church. I do. I need a couple more and we're going we're gonna to shout a couple more times. We're going to go home. My, my goal here is I want to bring some good church to Canada, like to, to British. I want to bring some. I want to do church, man. You can't come out the pandemic and do the same old stuff. You know what I'm saying? Ever since I had an everything bagel, a regular bagel is like, what? <laughs> I need that everything bagel. That smoked salmon on that thing. <laughs> the consistent spoken word engraves the word on my heart. Hebrews 12, I want you to see this. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it says that the word of God is living, full of energy, energy like a two-mouthed 
sword. It didn't say two lips. Two mouthed. And when you look at scissors, it's like this. You got one shear on top. And you got another edge shearing on the bottom. Right? Hey, this is this, this how some people relationship with heaven be like this. Ain't get nowhere with the word. Just like, I ain't saying nothing. No, I want to complain. And then you see, the Lord said it. But scissors, even one side can be sharp, but they're not as effective until, until you start saying what God say. Heaven says one thing. Here's how Jesus tells you to pray. On earth, as it is in heaven. I don't know what situation you're through, but when you start saying what you're going through, but when you start saying what God's saying, <laughs> rock Jesus Christ. Paper, the word of God. Scissors, heaven on earth. Amen. Come on, somebody throw your dubs up. Can we get some rock, paper, scissors up in here? We about to cut through some stuff. Listen what he says in Hebrews 1.3. He says, he holds the universe together and expands the universe by the mighty power of his spoken word. No, no, no. Not the power of his word. The mighty power of his spoken word holds the universe together and expands it. When I'm speaking the word of God, I am advancing the kingdom. You ever spray some Febreze Febreze over here? It had to be released or it was in a container. You put it in a room, it can just get fanned through the room. got to spray the word of God you got to speak it it has spreading power death and life is in the power of the tongue and they who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it for what death or life so either way whatever you speak it has fruit so if you speak death against your situation guess what there's fruit and the fruit is death you speak life there's fruit so why not use your tongue to, to produce life? He told Joshua in one, he said, this book shall not depart out of your mouth. What is he saying? Don't stop speaking the word. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop speaking the word. You can complain about your mountain. <laughs> you can speak to your mountain. Or you can stare at it. Which one you going to do? Mark 11 says, whoever says to the mountain and whoever believes what they say, it takes place, it's done. Whoever speaks to the mountain, not whoever climbs it, 
I'm climbing up. Old school song, right? On the rough side of the mountain. Listen, say, I'm doing my best to make it in. Now listen, that generation didn't know better. There's all kinds of stuff's wrong with that. But we was up in there jamming, caught the Holy Ghost on that word. Listen, I'm climbing up the rough side. Well, if it's like almost like it's a good, a smooth side. But you chose the rough side. So who fault is that? And then saved folk says, I'm doing my best to make it in. That is birthed out of, you can lose that salvation. Spending three hours in a hot church. I'm climbing up. So then God restores the teaching ministry to bring truth into the church and revelation into the church. And now he's restoring the, ap- the apostle and prophet's office so he can end it how it started. Only the apostle and the prophet could take us to the prophet la- promised land. You could teach us explain you can declare the word you can go win the loss but the strategists the ones who call the church back in order the ones who guard the church not necessarily from a pastoral place but from a principality place A lot of people have been going through this pastor-teacher generation and when they come into an apostolic prophetic house where there's accountability and we're being called back to holiness, you call it control. And when somebody's telling you to get out your pit, when somebody's saying stop crying, the Lord is with you, arise, pick up your mat. And you look at them crazy but we have a responsibility now because we've been given revelation. So my grandmama and them made it and succeeded because that was all they knew. And so God didn't hold their ignorance over them, but he did hold their teachers accountable. And so I got to take from what I was taught the Lord gives me revelation and then I have to break ways that I in religious ways that I thought and open the door from for fresh manna and fresh word and rhema. So you've come into a house where God's apostolic strategy, his anointing, the prophetic anointing is in here and the fivefold ministry gift is fully active in this church. There is no reason why that listen, the uh, pastors didn't build churches. Pastors were under apostles. Apostles planted churches, equipped pastors, and sent them. 
And praise God, we need churches. But that's why you see some gifts having to retire or move on or go to other cities and other countries because in this country, their gift has maxed out. We have not made room for people to go higher than pastor or teacher. And I believe that this country, the world will see it and see revive fresh move of God like never before. The days where big worship bands, they'll come here. And I'm not just talking Hillsong and Bethel. Come on. But people don't come here because for a reason. But God's opening the gates for new sound, for fresh word, evangelists that don't look like you conferences that don't sound like how you grew up because he's trying to do something that solely causes people to see him and depend on him you give two more scriptures worship team get ready this is very important bible says let no foul thing this is going to come down some of y'all street okay let no foul thing Foul or polluting language. I highlighted no and capitalize it because it, it, in other words, it says nothing foul, nothing polluting, nor evil word, listen, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others. You're going to cuss somebody out if you want to and then prophesy. No, 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 no. A murderer of Christians is telling us how to act. <laughs> Paul is the epitome of what a life looks like when the Holy Ghost gets a hold of you. You can't get no more ratchet than Paul was. He said, don't let nothing foul come out of your mouth as is fitting to the need and the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace God's favor to those who hear it. The inspired word of God is a weapon that never lost a battle. Amen. Ephesians 6 tells us to embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance. This is a part of the whole armor of God. Like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. Take the mighty razor sharp spirit sword, the sword of the spirit, how the Holy Ghost fights for you on the inside. The spoken word of God. So you mean to tell me when I speak in the spirit, the Holy Ghost is just like ah. cutting through poverty, 
He's sending forth the word. My marriage may be, may be challenged right now, but he's cutting through the lies, cutting through the pain, cutting through the strongholds because I spoke a word into my atmosphere. I spoke a word into my car. Although I, 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 I'm frustrated with my wife, I'm still speaking life over her because I know that she's God's daughter. I'm speaking life over my husband. Even when my husband don't know it, when my wife don't know it, I'm praying for their best. I'm speaking what God says about them. I'm frustrated with my children, but I'm saying what God says about them because as long as I speak the word, I got a chance. One of the greatest ways we give the enemy access into our lives is through our mouth. He says, pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessing of God upon all his believers. Pray the blessing, not the complaint not the emotion pray the blessing hell is concerned when a child of god finds their native language there we go in that revelations 12 they conquered him completely I love this. Let me tell you, the devil moving forward ain't about to have one leg wiggling. David didn't just kill Goliath. He cut his head off. I'm telling you, this is the season we're in. And this why you might be going through some struggles right now is because you, you got to understand the snake is under your feet and taking its last breath. That's why he's trying to attack you. That's why you just got bit because it's fighting for his life. When the devil, when the bee, when a bee stings you, it flies away and it dies because it had to spin its protective mechanism in order to try to get you off of them. So a sting, had, what the devil did is he, he, he gave his life up just to get me off of him, but it ain't going to work. He stung me, but he's dead. Would you rather be dead or stung? Stop whining over a sting. The devil is dead. He's defeated. They conquered him completely through the blood of the lamb and the powerful word of his testimony. When I testify, I'm prophesying. Because the Bible said that, that testifying means this. He'll do it again. <laughs> so when I'm telling you my testimony, I'm telling you if he did it before, he'll do it again. Yes. Same God right now, same God back then. Amen. This is why your testimony spoken is important. Don't even write a letter. Spend a voice, send a voice memo. The word spoken. 
They triumph because they did not love and cling to their own lives, even when faced with death. I love this part. So rejoice, you, you heavens, and every heavenly being, you. But woe to the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down. This is so good, crazy. To you, with great fury, he's come to your house because he knows his time is short. Torment your doubt with faith. Torment your distress with hope. Torment the devil with the resurrected king in word form. Give thanks and speak life in your situation and in your circumstance. Torment your doubt with faith. Torment your distress with hope. Torment the devil with the resurrected king in word form. Do you know the spoken word is nothing short from the resurrected king? The only reason the spoken word works is because he got up. (laughs) So when I speak the word, I'm speaking with the same power that got him up. So when Jesus says, Lazarus, no wonder he came out. And you got to be specific because there's some stuff you don't want coming back alive. So what is it you want to come out to your tomb? What do you want coming out? Speak that. Lift your hands right where you are. I want you just for 60 seconds to just speak the word even if it's the same thing over and over speak the word if it's something that God shared with you in this in this evening if it's something that he impressed on your heart if it's something that that hits your your holy ghost confess it and put it in the atmosphere send it somewhere send it speak speak it over yourself David the word says David encouraged himself if you need encouragement encourage yourself and I dare you to put some oomph on it don't just talk soft to yourself right now put some fervor on it put some passion on it if you got to stand up stand up but speak life over yourself with urgency if you tired of how things have been go ahead and let it out and speak what God says about your situation Come on. Come on, all my unashamed believers. Put on the garment of praise right now. Put the garment of praise on right now. Come on, speak it, speak it. Send the word. It will work. Come on, come on. Come on, release it into the atmosphere. Lift your voice up. Nothing is impossible. Maybe you'll hear a word and catch it from what somebody else said. You speak it. Keep that thing alive. Toss the word around this room. Come on, lift your voice. Toss the word around this room. Toss the word around this room. Come on. Bless coming in. Bless going out. 
Blessed in the city, blessed in the field. I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath. Come on, toss that word out there. I'm the salt of the earth, the light of the world. Wherever my feet tread, the Lord will give it to me. I declare the Lord is enlarging my territory. Yes, in the name of Jesus. I declare victory is mine. Victory is mine. I speak household salvation into my family. No one in my bloodline will be lost to the pit of hell. I call my uncle into the kingdom. I call my sons into the kingdom. I call my daughter into the kingdom. I call my mama into the kingdom. I call my auntie into the kingdom. I call my cousins into the kingdom. I call my co-workers into the kingdom. I call Wally into the kingdom. I call Surrey Central into the kingdom. I call Surrey into the kingdom of God. I send the word to the police station of Surrey in Jesus' name. We call in the drug dealer who is somebody's son or somebody's daughter. We call in the prostitute who is someone's son or someone's daughter. We come against pharmacia in the name of Jesus free from addiction in Jesus name come on speak the word of God speak the word of God my business shall prosper because my business is a kingdom business my employees shall be saved and know Jesus some of you have employees that aren't saved call them into the kingdom right now call them by name I lift up this generation and I break the chains of deception over this generation. Raise up men and women of God on these secondary campuses, Lord God. May our children come to know you. Come on, lift your voices up. Lift, release the word. What I will tell you, there's no power in you thinking the word. Alone, you have to speak the word. You have to speak the word. Speak the word. I come against ethnic or cultural bondage. You was raised in a quiet culture, but the kingdom suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. Open your mouth in the name of Jesus. I come against shyness and fear and insecurity and inferiority complexes. We put anxiety. Some of you been wanting to get over anxiety. Speak to that anxiety now in the name of Jesus. Take back that mental real estate. Come on for a few more moments, few more moments. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open the floodgates, Lord God. Open the floodgates, Lord God. King tide, king tide, king tide, king tide. 
prosper this city in the name of Jesus. Come on, release the word, release the word. Release the word, release the word. Release the word, release the word. Come on, release the word, release the word. Three more moments, release the word. Release the word. call upon you Jesus come on cry out we call upon the name of Jesus we call upon the name of Jesus to heal every infirmity in this room every infirmity in this room restore refresh and renew restore refresh and renew come on I'm giving you some words to speak echo restore refresh and renew Revitalize our weak bodies. I come against burnout. I come against weariness. Restore, refresh, and renew. Restore, refresh, and renew. Restore, refresh, and renew. Restore, refresh and renew. Restore, refresh and renew. Restore, refresh and renew. Come on, release what's in your spirit, Elder John. Restore, come on, pray in the spirit. You, you are restoring, you are refreshing, you're refreshing. and you are renewing. You're renewing. And there shall be no separation between us and you. There'll be no separation of your love. There'll be no separation of Come your on, goodness. Saints. There'll be no separation of your grace. Lord, we declare we are one with you in every way. We are one in our generosity. We are one in our giving. We are one in our joy. We are one in our praying. We are one in our celebrating. Come on. We are one in our Come rejoicing. On, we are one in our praying, Lord. God, we thank you, God, that you are in your unity with us, you are displaying and your kingdom mightily through us, Lord God. Lord, we thank you that we are the living epistles you've called us to be. We're the living letters. And when our family looks at us, they're going to see the love of God. When our family encounters us, they're going to see the word of the Lord. When, when people encounter us, oh God, they're going to see the transforming power of the kingdom of God and their lives shall be transformed their lives shall be changed their lives shall be renewed refreshed and restored, restored God renewed refreshed and restored come on saints renewed Lord, refreshed thank you that you are renewing and refreshing and restoring old dead dreams you are renewing and refreshing and restoring hopes deferred you are renewing refreshing and restoring our relationships and our understanding of who you are. You are utterly destroying God. Every familiar spirit that keeps us out of the new thing that you are doing in our midst. We thank you, God. You are refreshing, renewing, and restoring the fear of the Lord. Come on, come on, come on. You are renewing and, come on, refreshing pray, and restoring 
the fear of the Lord, the reverence for you, the understanding that you are always, always in our midst, always, always working on our behalf. Always, always. Come on, Saints. Always, always. Always. Always, always. Always. Always, always. Always. Interceding. Always, always. Laboring. Always, always. Rejoicing over us. Always, always. Always, always. Always, Lord. Always. Always. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Come on, lift your hands right where you are. Natalia, Natalia. Come on. Just lift your voice. Pray in the spirit. Just give God praise, whatever it is. Come on, open your mouth. Can I encourage you to open your mouth? Even when someone else is praying, you can be praying along with them. Come on, just fill the room with praise. Lord God, you are breathing new life, Lord God, to dry bones. You are waking up dry bones that have been buried for generations. But Lord God, you are breathing a fresh wind of life, Lord God. I thank you that dry bones are rising even right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that those dry bones that have been buried in old places are rising up now. They're coming up together. They're coming up together. Speak life right now over every dry bone in your own life, in your family's life, in this city's life. Those dry bones are going to come back to life, but when they come back to life, they will be stronger than they ever have been before. There will be more unity because they're going to be an army. They're going to be an army. So you proclaim life over those dry bones. No matter how how deserted, how dry the seasons have been, the clouds are overhead and they are about to burst. They're about to burst. Water, life, rivers of living water. So you declare, you decree to every dry bone that you have ever experienced. Dry bones that your family has ever experienced. Sickness, you have no place in my family anymore. I speak to those dry bones and when you come to life, not only will you be stronger, but you will prophesy. You won't just be a standing army that's stagnant, but this army is going to know how to use their weapons. This army's going to know how to pick up their swords. This army's going to know how to use their weapons with excellence. They are not going to be afraid. They're going to be pushing forward, marching 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 forward. We are not going to look back. You are never going to look back, says the Lord. Never look back. Today is a new day. Today is a new day. Never look back in the name of Of Jesus. Jesus. Make some noise for the King of Kings. Come on, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. word listen thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media you can find us on ig and facebook at love quest intl church we out here but you know what it is you know the motto we out of time but we ain't out of jesus so till next time get your love fixed man